Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Hello, Max. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, good. And uh, how's, how's your week been? Good. First day at school? Yeah. Ah, year seven, <laughs> what's it like? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you've had one official day? Yeah. Uh, anything exciting happening on your one official day back at school? or? Uh, we were just setting up stuff for the yep. year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Getting all ready and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anything you're looking forward to in particular? Uh, all of it. All yeah. of it? Yeah, big new adventure? <laughs> yeah. You with a few mates from primary school or yeah. making new friends already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, for those who have not uh, been part of this show before, it is all about sweet treats and afternoon uh, tea and stuff like that. Um, We kick off each week by checking out what is in the yum box um, through Universal Yums. And uh, we we don't quite know where and when we will be because this month's box is all about celebrations from around the world. So let's find out where we are this week. Righty, hoody, Max. Where are we uh, in the unbox this week? Uh, we've got um, Spain's favourite Christmas cookie, mm-hmm. and the Netherlands' number one spice cookie, bite-sized. Okay, spice cookie. Wondering what sort of spices might be in it. So the sugar and anise polveron is uh, where we're starting off in Spain. The torta polveron. Can you imagine getting dust for Christmas and being excited about it, Max? (laughs) In Spain, that's often the case because Spain's favourite Christmas cookie, the polveron, gets its name from polvo, which translates as dust, due to the very crumbly ratio of flour, sugar and lard. One taste and Spain's love for this dusty delicacy will make it a lot more sense for you. And uh, so packaging-wise... Is it a single biscuit? Yeah, it feels like a single biscuit, but mm-hmm. it's all like, crushed up. Yep. Yeah, um, it's like a white packaging with blue... Cut around the edges. The bottom. Yep. Mm, yeah. And yeah, all, all plasticed up. Righto, let's see what is inside. Very crumbly. 
They did warn us about that. Might have to just break a piece off. Yeah, sounds like a plan. A very fine biscuit indeed. It does feel quite powdery and, yeah, dusty. Looks like it's also got a thin layer of um, sugar um, icing on top. So it's a shortbread biscuit. Uh-huh. And, yeah, very, very fine crumbly biscuit. Yeah. And it is... Mmm. Ooh, that's different. Mm. How do you describe that? The icing stuff is like sugary. Yeah, kind of. But the bo the actual biscuit is like plain. It's flavor. wheat, almost a wheat flour yeah. taste. Like a, a wheat, we used to have chocolate wheatens as kids, but uh, yeah, this is a very wheat heavy flour. Like it's very floury taste. Mm. But the yeah the the sugary um, glaze over the top makes it very nice. Mm -hmm. Good combo. And it, because it's so dense and I guess yeah dusty <laughs> is a good description for it. It it melts in your mouth. Kind yeah. of sitting on your tongue, give a little bit of pressure and just pull it explodes. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? I'm going to do two thumbs up. Mmm. That's pretty nice. Um, righto then. So that is the anise pulveron. Sugar and anise. So anise, uh, the... Oh, that's... Yes, that is what that flavour is. I was trying to put my finger on it. It's got the, um... I should have taken it from the, the name of the, the biscuit. So it's got that flowery taste to it but there was something else and it's the anise flavour which is kind of a licorice -y taste oh, yeah. you tasting that? yeah yeah that's that's what it'll be um but it doesn't say on the yeah shortbread with powdered sugar topping sugar and anise hmm okay <laughs> alrighto then let's move to the second uh, part of the yum box the Netherlands number one spice cookie the crude Norton uh -huh. the Dutch are uh, the ones that came up with these spice cookies the spices in them are used oh sorry used to be as valuable as gold until the Dutch East India Company based in Amsterdam bought them by the shipload to Europe in the 17th century Though they were more accessible, they never lost their specialness, which is why these spiced cookies are reserved for the holidays, celebrations like Christmas or New Year's. So uh, they come in various types. There's the Speculas, the Canelsteren, and the very sweet Crude Newton. Uh, we've got the Crude Newton, which is the, the sweet one. Uh, do you know how to say thank you in Dutch? No. Danke. <laughs> So uh, you'll be, you'd be saying that as you bust this open. Uh, it's got a bit of a holiday celebration look to the packaging. Uh-huh. Kind of ready, red and white Christmas colours on their little tiny biscuit pieces. Oh, bite size. They're, what, five cent coins? <laughs> Those yeah. biscuits. Feeling pretty hard on the outside. Yeah. Mm, a lot harder than the um, the other one. 
tastes like gingerbread. Mmm. It doesn't narrow down what spices they are, but yeah, it's a. It's definitely got ginger in it. Maybe cinnamon as well, perhaps. Yeah. It's it's got all those Christmas <laughs> spice tastes in one. It's like having Christmas pudding and gingerbread man at the same time. Uh-huh. And it does give you all your senses a big wham. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking of the crude Newton cookies? Yeah, I can yeah. Comparing to the first ones? You gave them two thumbs up. Are these better or on par or? The same. Yeah. About the same. Two thumbs for that. Yeah. Okay then. Well, we've got some trivia. Are you testing me or am I testing you? Uh, what do you want? I can't remember which way we're around. I think you tested me last time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's find out then. Um, some celebrations from around the world. All these different holidays uh, come from different parts of the world. So every year in. Uh, Norway, what do they send to the UK? Do they send blue ornaments, an 80 foot tall spruce tree, do they send candles, or do they send money? What uh, does Norway send the UK every year? An 80 foot spruce tree. They send wish to register a complete. Uh, yes, they do. During the German occupation of World War II, the King of Norway took refuge in Great Britain. When the war ended, Norway began sending a 60-year-old 80-foot Christmas tree decked out with thousands of lights to London every year to express their thanks. Mm. Um, no, next up, according to Czech tradition, folks who don't eat meat prior to Christmas dinner will see what? A unicorn? Their soulmate? A golden pig or a shooting star? A shooting star. Yeah, according to ancient tradition, it is. What is going on? We're getting some strange noises here. Uh, no, it is not a shooting star. Apparently, they will see a golden pig. According to ancient tradition, if you fast all day Christmas Eve, you'll be able to see a golden pig that will bring you good luck. Uh, the rule about fasting has been relaxed to allow everything but meat, which is why you'll see fish on many Czech um, tables in Christmas Eve. So happy golden pig spotting <laughs> if you're uh, not eating meat prior to Christmas dinner. Uh, during Hogmanay, Scottish New Year's Eve, it's tradition to do what? Sweep out the fireplace, pay off all your outstanding debts before midnight, Oust evil spirits with a smoking juniper branch, or celebrate the first person who steps into your house. What do the Scottish folks do during their New Year's Eve celebration of Hogmanay? Pay all the debts. Pay all the debts? Twelve, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's correct because... What is going on? There we go. Uh, it is all of the above, so it didn't matter which you answered. <laughs> um, so the reading of the house is sweeping out the fireplace, mm -hmm. and it's a process meant to start the new year with a clean slate. Uh, celebrating the first person who steps into your house is known as first footing. So if the first person who enters the house in the new year brings gifts like salt, coal, or whiskey, it guarantees health, warmth, or good cheer for the rest of the year. 
And uh, yeah, they also try and pay off all their debts before midnight, and they oust evil spirits with a smoking juniper branch. Mm. Last one. In 2019, one Ramadan dinner in Cairo featured what? 200, oh, sorry, 2,000 pounds of lamb stew, an orchestra with 500 lutes, the world's biggest spoon, or the world's longest table? World's longest table. That is right. In 2019, Cairo set a world record with a staggering 10,462 foot long table. That's long. That's really long. That's 10,462 foot long subways. <laughs> uh, it was all part of a traditional iftar, um, which is a Ramadan dinner held at sundown after a full day of fasting. The table sat a whopping 7,000 people to eat. So to pass the salt from one end to the other, it would take over 35 minutes. <laughs> there you go. World record um, Ramadan. So we've got some more trivia for another day as we continue the celebrations in the Unbox. But for now, we'll take a short break and we'll be back to check out this week's topic. <laughs> It is time now to have a look at this week's topic, which is... Shapes. Shapes, yeah, the Arnott's Shape Biscuits. A very popular uh, line of savoury snacks. Uh-huh. They were, uh, yeah, childhood favourites of mine. Do you have a favourite uh, shapes flavour normally? Not I, I, I was always a fan of the cheese and bacon ones. I'm not even sure mm. they still make them anymore. Um, well, my favourite... Is probably the chicken crimpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So uh, they're a Victorian product. We can lay claim to these. They uh, were first made back in 1954 in the shape of potato chips. Mm-hmm. That was until bakers realised they were too difficult to cut and were a waste of dough. <laughs> so in 1974, they switched to the flat biscuits, which are what we are used to today. And they're sold in different packaging, including multi-bags and boxes. Throughout the mid-1990s, they reduced the box packaging size from the core flavours from 250 to 200 grams to, uh, you know, portion size and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then in 2011, they did it again, going from 200 grams down to 175 or 185. Um, now, do you know why they're called Shapes. Uh, because of all the different shapes mm. So each of the shapes Shapes <laughs> Are shaped differently So your chicken crimpy ones that you were talking about They're a uh, Oval with bumpy edges yeah, Kind of cloud shaped if you want to yeah. Give it a bit of a, a, a description So each shape uh, Represents something to do with its shape On the box itself um, the background of the Shapes logo is in that Shapes style as well, which is pretty cool. And uh, there's lots of little hidden messages in uh, Arnott's Shapes and um, the, the packaging. It's, it's pretty clever the way they put it together. So if you think the barbecue shapes, what shape is the barbecue shape logo? Uh, I don't really know. Can't think of the one that's a hexagon. 
and the the backing of that is a hexagon. So the cheddar comes in rectangles. Yeah. Um, then the cheese and bacon ones that I like, they're like a hexagon, but they're kind of rounded on the edges, and I do not know physically what that 2D shape would be called. A rounded rectangle. It's not an oval. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, each of the, the different flavours has its own unique shape to it. Um, because of the different varieties of biscuits, they uh, um, they boast all sorts of uh, different things. Probably their slogan being oven-baked, not fried, means it's a less fatty method of cooking. However, they still are quite high in fat, 20 to 25% fat and high in sodium as well because of the flavouring. Um, another one of their taglines is flavour you can see uh-huh. and that does ring true yep um, doesn't matter which packet of shapes you uh, open up uh, I do remember we, we touched on shapes previously on Afternoon Delight and uh, one of our listeners said that they take the box of shapes to the when they're shopping in the supermarket they take it up to the fruit and veg section and they place the boxes of shapes on the scales to see which one has the most flavouring <laughs> hanging around at the bottom of the, the box. <laughs> um, but there are over 53 million packets of shapes consumed each year here in Australia. As of uh, April 2016, they altered the recipe for the what we call the core flavours, having the flavouring baked into the biscuit rather than as a seasoning. But consumer backlash was sparked over the updated formula, and so they backtracked the decision and they're back. So it is still flavour you can see. Yeah. Um, the pizza shapes had uh, were in the original lineup, but uh, got knocked off and barbecue um, kind of replaced them. But now both of them are on the shelf under the originals range of shapes uh same deal with chicken crimpy and the recipe for every flavor has been restored except for nacho cheese and chicken drumstick uh chicken drumstick doesn't actually exist anymore they're not on the shelves anymore you can't get them in uh, in shapes packaging um late last year they introduced a new aussie legends range um which are based on australian foods so uh, there was sausage sizzle, meat pie, lamb and rosemary. And uh, they've continued with that Aussie Legends theme. And that's what we've got today. So what are the new flavours uh, that we're looking at today? Uh, chicken parma, uh, triple cheese toasty, double cheeseburger and sizzling steak and onion. Now, Aussie barbecue sausage sizzle. Yeah, I can get that. Meat pie, pretty aussie even though technically it's, you know, not necessarily an Australian uh, invention. But mm. uh, I think some of these are starting to stray from being Aussie legends, don't you? <laughs> mm. Chicken parma, pub meal, yeah, I suppose. But uh, they did go one further and made a very traditional Australian flavour, uh, which was Vegemite. <laughs> did you yeah. try the Vegemite shapes? Yeah. What was your thoughts? Uh, it was Vegemite and cheese, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I don't really like Vegemite. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Very un-Australian. That's okay. Me too. <laughs> but uh, 
that's uh, that's what we're going to be looking at today. These uh, updated flavors of shapes. Um, we will take a very very quick break. If you've had a taste of the new shapes or uh, have any shape fun facts that you would like to um, uh, share on the show, feel free to do so. Oh four three nine three two nine seven one three. That is oh four three nine three two nine seven one three. And we'll be back after this to go head to head. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head to head to head to head <laughs> on Afternoon Delight. Four different flavours of the brand new shapes. Now, uh, we're just chatting off air about uh, predictions because normally they give you a bit of a clue on the outside of the box as to what shape is going to be on the inside, but you mm-hmm. realise something uh, pretty sneaky, Max. On all the... Well, on three of the new shapes, boxes... I've got the same um, shape. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so they all have, it's a trapezium, so it kind of looks like a triangle that's had the top snipped off. So it's, it's a four-sided mm. shape. But, uh, yeah, it's odd because all shapes traditionally are different shapes, if that makes sense. So uh, you're going to give me a bit of a uh, blind taste test. Um, with these Aussie-inspired ones, and I've got to see if I can work out what flavour they are, whether it's triple cheese toasty, steak and onion, double cheeseburger, or... Uh, the other one I can't think of. Parma. Yeah. Chicken parma. <laughs> okay, so I'll let you do the honours, and I will uh, hide my view over here. Um, so... Let me know, kind of, I guess, what shape is on the inside of the packaging once you've opened it. Were you right in guessing that the um, shape itself is a trapezium? Yeah. It is? Uh-huh. Okay, really strange. Okay. So, am I allowed to look at it? <laughs> if it's flavour you can see? Yeah. Will that give me clues? Because I, I can't do the sniff test that you can do. Don't have a sense of smell. Okay, I'm seeing little flecks of black and red and kind of uh, cheesy salt-looking stuff. Um, ooh, man. Ugh, that is super salty. Like an oniony taste. Ooh, it's really sharp. Oh, it's got cheese, though. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it, it tasted a lot like onion to start with. And then, like, a really sharp cheese taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember the four options I had. There was triple cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger, triple cheese toasty. Oh, che- cheese toasty. steak and onion. Oh. And chicken parma. Cheese toasty. Hmm. Maybe I'll say the cheese toasty to start with. Okay. Okay. That Yeah, don't, don't tell me until we get to the end. <laughs> Uh, how right or wrong I was, but yeah, there was. Oh, because it had the onion taste, it makes me think it was the steak and onion. But there was an overpowering cheese taste uh, towards the end. Okay, so this one again is that trapezium shape. Yeah. 
Uh, Black Flicks, Brandy Colored Salt. Ooh, very salty. <laughs> Ooh, that tastes like chicken salt. So I'm going to say that's chicken parma. Oh, would a chicken parma be that salty, though, is the question. Yeah, I'll stick with chicken parma. It, ta it tastes just like chicken salt, though. <laughs> I would have assumed chicken parma would have more uh, uh, chicken and cheese taste to it. Okay, uh, moving on to the next one. Okay, well, this one's a different shape. Uh -huh. This is in the shape of Australia, which is confusing me. <laughs> um, because the one that was shaped in Australia previously was the Vegemite and cheese one, and that's not one of the options. I can definitely see the salt. There's little green flecks. Ugh, it's barbecuey. Oh, and it's got um, like a rosemary or thyme or something taste to it. It's like a tomato-y taste. So I'll say cheese... Oh, have I already said cheeseburger? No, I said toasty. Cheese toasty. So this is cheeseburger, I think. Okay. Because of the tomato-y bits. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully means... I've only got one left. So, so far I've said... Cheese toasty. Steak and onion. No. Cheese toasty. Chicken parma. And... Um, whatever I just said then, triple cheeseburger or double cheeseburger. So hopefully this one then is going to be the steak and onion. But I'm now doubting because <laughs> this is bright yellow. Oh, very salty. And it doesn't taste anything like steak and onion. <laughs> so I've definitely got something wrong here. No, that's got chickeny. Ah, <laughs> now I'm confused. See, that one's now maybe chicken parma. I don't know shapes. You've got me confused. I'm gonna have to say that that's the um, the one that I hadn't said steak and onion, but that's not right. I think steak and onion now is the third one. But what what were we? The first one was tri triple cheese toasty. Okay, so oh, I, I got that right. Okay. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I was going to no, say. It was double cheeseburger, sorry. Oh, okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. it was the... I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was the um, sizzling steak and onion. Right. And then you said chicken. Parma. Then it was chicken parma. I did get that one, right. And then it was the um, triple cheese toasty. <laughs> Um, Max, Max put the boxes out of order after he'd given them to me, obviously. Yeah. Um, oh, honestly, goodness, I, I don't, they, they all taste very herby <laughs> and yeah. cheesy. I've just tasted the double cheeseburger and that's strong. It is really strong, isn't it? Yeah. And it's got a tomato-y tang to it. Yeah. That's, that's what definitely made me go, yeah, I've got this wrong. <laughs> and the chicken parma. I thought you would have said it was. Oh, see, I didn't know. I didn't know shape. which one was the Australia shape and which one wasn't. Yeah. Ah, so that's the one that's in the Aussie shape. Well, there you go. 
Um, well, you can have a nibble on them now, I guess, and let us know what you think. Does the chicken parma indeed taste like chicken parma? So that was the one that is in Australia shape. It's a very dark colour. Yeah. Um, it had kind of, yeah, black and brown flecks to it. Looked more like a um, barbecue steak or something seasoning. I wouldn't have said that. Chicken parma. Chicken parma, no, no. It's a very herby taste. Mm. I think that was the one that I was thinking might be cheeseburger. Yeah. Because it's got, yeah. But maybe it's the tomato base because the chicken parma is technically chicken, some form of um, tomato base, often a um, ham and then cheese. Well, the triple cheese toasty. The flavouring on it looks like bright yellow chicken salt. Yeah, and it tastes really salty. <laughs> yeah. So steak and onion must have been... Yeah, it was really tricky not knowing um, what it was meant to taste like. Yeah, the steak and onions like brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So even though they don't necessarily taste exactly like they tell us they do, um, they're still quite palatable. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure if they come in snack bags, but if you're filling school lunch boxes, uh, little Ziploc bags will do you for serving sizes, and um, they'll have the portions on the back with the relevant uh, um, info. So for a box that's uh, 165... Yeah, serving sizes, 25 rooms. Yep. So there's plenty in there to get you through the school week if you were using these as lunchbox snacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, well, we will take a quick break. It's 25 minutes away from four, and we will be back to uh, play the sweetest tune. It is time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune, and the song that you've chosen is... Shape of You. Shape of You. So, uh, what do you know about the Shape of You? <laughs> uh, Ed Sheeran, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> so, it was released in uh, 2017. Gosh, I'm feeling old now. <laughs> uh, from his album... Uh, no, released as a digital download, sorry, as one of the double lead singles from his studio album Division <laughs> um, he wrote it alongside Steve Mack Johnny McDade and the interpolation we will call it of the music uh, means that their band members from TLC um, get credited as writers as well even though he claims he'd never heard their song before the guitar riff does sound very similar to uh, No Scrubs so if you're of my vintage and grew up with TLC's No Scrubs, see if you can hear that um, in the, the guitar line. Uh, peaked at number one on the singles charts in 34 countries, including the US Billboard Hot 100, and became the best performing song of 2017, winning a Grammy for the best pop solo performance. And Billboard ranked it as the ninth most successful of uh, all time. Mm-hmm. There you go. Here it is. Ed Sheeran with Shape of You. 
top of you. That there is Ed Sheeran, the sweetest tune today for our uh, Arnott's Shapes edition. That is The Shape of You. You're bopping along with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I was just saying off here that uh, I played in a band for, I can't remember if it was an engagement or a wedding uh, with that song, and uh, I played the xylophone bit on a keyboard. And uh, there is not much to (laughs) that melody for the entire song. I think it's about three notes on repeat. (laughs) But that's how you write a pop song. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the recipes. Keep letting us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page what is your favourite flavour of shapes. And we'll be back after this. It's time to share a recipe. What are we cooking up today, Max? Homemade four-ingredient crispy shapes biscuits. Yeah, so it's the basic recipe to make your own shapes, and uh, you can make them into any flavour you like after the, the basics are done. What do you need for it? Two cups of plain flour, half a cup of cheese grated, ice-cold water, olive oil spray... And seasoning slash spice to taste. Preheat the oven to 180 degrees Celsius uh, and line two baking trays with baking paper. Blitz the cheese in a food processor until it's crumbly. Add the flour and blitz again until well mixed. Add the water very slowly whilst continuing to blitz the mix until it starts to come together and form a dough. Remove dough from processor and bring it together by hand into a bowl. Knead for two minutes, divide into four pieces so that it's easier to work with. Roll each quarter of the dough out on a flour-boarded surface, as thin as you can get it. Cut your desired shapes using cookie cutters. You can pick what shape you want it, and place them on the uh, lined baking trays. Spray the biscuits with olive oil and add your desired seasoning of choice. Bake on 180 degrees for 8 to 10 minutes or until lightly golden. Allow to cool on the tray before storing in an airtight container in the pantry. Makes approximately 40 biscuits depending on the size and thickness you choose. And as said, you can uh, season them however you like. So you can have cheesy ones, garlic ones. You can invent your own shapes, yeah. pretty much. Uh, that recipe is now up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at that. Uh, we will quickly try and sneak in uh, what's new on the shelf uh, before we have to get out of here. What's new, Mr. Cat? Oh, 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 oh. What's new, Mr. 
Now Max is grinning ear to ear, which uh, tells me it's got something to do with mint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have we got this week? It's a new Kit Kat flavour. Mm-hmm. It's mint choc chip ice cream flavoured. Aha. Choc chip ice cream. So it's going to have a creamy taste to it, as well as being mint and choc chip. How do you make a chocolate choc chip flavour? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Well, actually, now I look at it, that's how they've done it. (laughs) So there is choc flakes or choc chips through the mint coating on top of the Kit Kat biscuit. Yeah. So it looks to still have the wafer centre, chocolate base, and then a green mint chocolate top. Mm -hmm. Max can't wait to get this in his mouth. (laughs) What's your thoughts as you munch down on that? That like tastes like a mint um, chocolate chip ice cream. It does. It's got that toothpaste aroma. Mm. <laughs> the after dinner mint taste. Yeah. But they have actually captured the creaminess of an ice cream. That's good. That is really nice. Um, as with the majority of Kit Kats, it's a thin layer of chocolate that melts to your fingers. <laughs> But uh, that comes in a block, so um, yeah. I haven't seen them in the, the four bar um, at all. I think it might just be a mint mint block, but uh, very refreshing. Yeah. After we've just had savoury biscuits in uh, in the form of all those different shapes, that, uh, that does cleanse the palate quite well. Uh, up on the Facebook page, we're asking the big question, what is your favourite Arnott's Shapes flavour? Um, we've also shared a picture from a Daily Mail poll that was put up and they put them in order of God tier to cat vomit. (laughs) So they say that nacho cheese is in the God tier. Then uh, the royalty is pizza and cheese and bacon. The Adam Sandler tier in the middle is cheddar, chicken crimpy or meat pie. The pleb tier is the Vegemite and cheese or the barbecue and then the cat vomit tier is savoury or sausage. I'm not, I'm not in agreement with that. I think savoury should be a lot higher up. Mm. And you've already said that uh, chicken crimpies uh, at the top of your list. Uh, and you, uh, Lynn, has also said that uh, the chicken crimpy are her favourites. So keep letting us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, where uh, you can answer any time throughout the week. So if you're listening back to this as the podcast. Um, you can head to the Afternoon Delight OCRFM Lolly Show Facebook page and join the conversation. Um, or sometimes we have little challenges and things like that. Last week, our minty edition, um, seeing how long you could make a minty, um, not minty chain, but tear a minty wrapper into a long strip. <laughs> See if you can do that at home. And uh, what were your minty's moments? Those, oh no, woe is me type of moments we're almost out of time though we'll take the quick as your quick breaks we'll be back right after this to open up the kinder surprise Kin, 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 kin,
go, Max. What is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? Oh, it's all <laughs> falling to pieces there. Yeah. It's a bit of a chocolate egg jigsaw. <laughs> Righto, down to the capsule. And inside... Ah, I just lost a couple of pieces. <laughs> is it a piece together by the look of that? Yep. <laughs> so how many pieces would we got? Uh, round, kind of grey piece. Oh, there's a lot of it. Uh-huh. It's kind of... Is that a mouse face, perhaps? So or a bird? Um, owl, I think it is. Ah, okay. Oh, yes, I can see now from the the eyes and the beak. So it's got some... What do you call that? Plastic... It's got a special name. I can't think of the... Vinyl kind of wings. And Max is just piecing together the... Uh, underside of the body. Mm-hmm. He's actually using the instructions to help, which is good. Mm. <laughs> Often with these things, um, we put them together and look at the instructions afterwards and find out that you've put something in too earlier in the wrong spot. Yeah. But uh, this time around, um, what what part of the owl are you putting together there? Uh, the wings. Wings. So do the vinyl, the flat vinyl bits, attach as the feathers then? Yeah. Okay. Just need to figure out how to put these on first. Okay. Well, I will let you uh, piece the last of that together then, Max, as we say goodbye and uh, set everyone up ready for the uh, Australian music is bloody great. But for now, that's your lot. Thanks for tuning in to the Shapes edition of Afternoon Delight, which will be available as a podcast soon. Uh, we'll catch you next Sunday from 3 to do it all again. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been When it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night When everything's a little clear In the light of day Then you know the night Is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight